If you have the desire to write, draw, paint, perform, speak or act, right now it might feel like a hobby or something that you used to do, but I want you to uncover that creative gift and bring it back to life. This is about honouring your creativity, making space for it in your life and overcoming resistance to creating. If you're ready to unlock your own creativity to find ultimate soul restoration and life transformation, you're in the right place. I'm your girl. Grab your pen or your paints. Let's go. You've got your first draft and now you're ready to edit. But what do you do and where do you start? And what do you focus on? Hold on tight because in step eight of the Publisher Book Challenge, we're diving right into all you need to do to edit your draft and prepare it for publication. So the Publisher Book Challenge is a journey that I'm going through right now to independently publish a book. And the book that I'm writing is How to Write Your First Draft. That's not the title, but that's what it's about. So I want to take you through every step of what I'm going through to publish this book independently so that you can get a fulsome picture of what that might look like for you if it's the route that you would like to go down. Along the way, the tips and strategies that I'm providing to you are based on my experience and I'm really excited to be able to bring this to you every step of the way. And even if you're not publishing independently, it's a really useful thing to know about all of the steps that are involved that, you know, the traditional publishers will be highly skilled and experienced at doing. So either way, you've got your first draft, you're ready to edit. And if you've decided that you are pursuing the path of independent publishing, one of the key things that independent publishers fall down on that gives independent publishing a bad rap is the quality of the text. I'm talking from big picture to tiny typos. Think story flow, style and tone of voice to grammatical errors and typos. You don't want your reader to get distracted by these things that rear their ugly heads in your story. You know, you want to be professional. It lifts your work up and helps it to stand out from all of the other people in the independent publishing world who have not put as much effort in as you have. Editing is about the integrity of your work. The better the work, the more likely your readers are to enjoy it and potentially to share it with others. Okay, so let's look at what editing is. There are many rounds of edits involved from the first draft right through to publication. How many edits have you been through so far? It might be 10, it might be 20, or maybe you haven't begun editing yet. Regardless of where you're at, this is for you. I'm about to give you a really good reminder of all the different types of editing to make sure you're covering all bases. So let's start with the structural edit. A structural edit means you're changing the actual content of the draft to improve your work for your readers. Some of the questions you can ask yourself are going to be about clarity, genre, and your story flow. So here are some questions that you can ask yourself. Is it clear? Are the ideas fully formed? What is the genre? Are the tone and the language 
that you're using in your work appropriate for the story that you're telling? If you have chapters, what is the chapter length like? And that will have to do with the genre conventions that you're writing to. Does your story flow logically? So going back to step one, is it clear? Does it have a really clear beginning, middle and an end? And what point of view are you using? Is it consistent throughout the work? And does everything need to be in your story or is some of it backstory? What's the pace and does it suit the rising action and the climax and the denouement of your story? The way that you write is going to set the pace throughout the story. And if it's non-fiction, here's one that you might not have thought about, but will you have headings? So that's a really broad overview of structural edit. The next thing that you're going to do is do a copy edit. And this is about making corrections to the words that you've written using the rules and conventions. So this includes checking for the correct grammar, punctuation and spelling. It does depend on where you are in the world. So American and Australian English are quite different. So some things that you can use to help you are style guides and you can just do an online search for those. There are plenty around, but you need to choose the one that's relevant for you and your work. Think as well about the use of passive voice. For example, the market was visited by Sally. That is the passive voice. Sally visited the market. That is active voice and it places the emphasis on the subject, which in this instance is Sally. So the active voice gives that oomph to the personal thing that's doing something. Passive voice means something is being done to a thing, but the person doing something is obscured from view and it's harder to see who's doing the thing. Are you still with me? (laughs) Go back and listen to that again, maybe a couple of times. But feel free to ask me any questions. You can send an email to hello at theunlockedcreative.com and I'll reply. The other thing that you want to think about now is formatting. And it's not my favorite thing, let's be honest. Another thing to consider in your copy edit is copyright and privacy. So things like if you're using a quote, you need to give credit. And in most instances, you need to ask for permission, but you need to check the copyright laws where you live. So that's copy editing. And then you need to proofread. Proofreading is the final check that you do after you've done your structural edit and your copy edit. It's really the last chance to correct any typos or mistakes that have been missed. I highly recommend that you get someone else to read your work throughout this process. You can absolutely do this with a ruler and some people even suggest reading your work backwards. I recommend that you get somebody to help you to do each part of this editing process. So, for example, with my book, the first part, the structural edit, I did that for myself. Um, You know, I felt confident in doing that, that the work was structured. Then I did a copy edit and then I got somebody else to copy edit my work. So I haven't yet, but I will absolutely get somebody to proofread it once it's typeset. And this is a crucial quality assurance check to catch any rogue typos before it goes to print or when it's uploaded to the ebook platform. So These are the editing steps that you need to go through and you have the choice of whether you want to do all of this yourself first or if you want somebody else to do different parts of it. But either way, you need to be involved in the full process. The choice about who you ask to help you is yours and it will depend on your budget and your confidence in your editing skills. Absolutely. 
you can learn to edit, so don't be put off by that. But time definitely comes into the equation. So if you're publishing your work independently, think about budget, confidence in your skill set and time. And then, of course, trust in yourself and others who might be doing the editing for you. To give you an idea of budget, the quotes that I received just for the copy edit ranged from $200 to $1,500. That is a big range. And editing is just one part of preparing your book for publication. You also need to ensure that you get your book typeset and you have a beautiful cover. There are so many crucial parts of publishing your work, which you'll cover in full in the Unlocked Author course. I can't wait for you to go through the course that will take your manuscript from start through to publication. You can join the waitlist now at unlockedauthor.com. I can't wait to see you there. Now, I love hearing from you, and I received this gorgeous review of the show from Amber Gus, who said, As a writer, I love the tips in this podcast. This show helps me to be more productive and increases my creativity. This is a must-listen. Amber, I'm so glad that you're feeling more productive and creative. It's wonderful to hear from you. Thanks so much for taking a moment to leave a review. So before you go, if you got value out of this show please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps me to help others unlock their creativity. Till next time, take care.